0: Welcome back. This is episode 11 of the Nosebleed Seats podcast. I'm your host, Matt Fiori. With me, as always, Liam McCarron. And today, we have not one, but two guests. Um, our friends over at URI. Uh, John Cherry is the first, and Evan Cano is the second. Reasoning as to why they're here today is because we're going to be talking some basketball, something we really haven't done really at all in the past. Um, but yeah, we're going we're gonna to hit on some Celtics. We've, Kind of gave you everything else around Boston. We gave you the Bruins, uh, Red Sox, and obviously Patriots. So it's the Celtics today. Um, the Celtics are what the the three seed in the in the East, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, three seed scrapping at the uh, think for the, the next spot.
0: Three, four, four. Yeah. So I mean, definitely, I think they have exceeded a lot of people's expectations this year with. Uh, Losing probably their two best players last year, and uh, yeah, they, I think, I think losing Kyrie was a huge bonus for for them, and just adding a proven leader like Kemba Walker. But um, I'm gonna let you guys go, Liam. Let's hear what you have to say about uh, the Seas.
1: Um. Yeah, you basically summed it up. We lost two big pieces going into this year, as we lost Horford, who was really. The what was perceived to be the heart and soul and the leadership of the team, and we lost Kyrie, who is obviously a top three point guard in the NBA. Uh, Kyrie didn't fit. It was clear from that from the very beginning. Uh, With the two years he was here, the year he was hurt, we go to game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals and the year he's playing, we don't make it to the Conference Finals. So It's clear that this team's built better when we didn't have Kyrie Irving playing, which is just tough to say about a guy that is, like I said, one of the best players in the NBA and probably one of the best just all around players to ever play for the Celtics, but he didn't fit. We got him out of here and we brought in Kemba in the off season. Kemba is literally from like watching him this year. He just epitomizes what it is to be the point guard for the Boston Celtics. He's a leader on the team. He knows how to score. He knows when to pass. He knows when it's his time to go off. And that's one thing that we didn't have with Kyrie where he kinda crunch time is give it to Kyrie. With Kemba, he kinda gets a sense of where the feel of the game's going. And I just think this Celtics team is built way better than last year's team. I think we're built all around better and our two future superstars, one current superstar and Tatum and Brown, uh just took both took huge leaps this year and we're gonna just get a better push as the season goes on.
0: Yeah. My question, uh, my question shifts to Evan and Cherry here. Um, this probably can kind of translate to what we were just talking about with getting Kyrie off the team and stuff like that. But I think it's fair to say that this is a less talented Celtics team than last year, like talent-wise. I would say, considering I think I, th- I would say Kemba's a tick behind Kyrie in talent-wise, and I think the bench tremendously got weaker but what why is it that they're playing so much better basketball
2: uh I'm gonna say addition by subtraction uh well I mean people tend to do use Kyrie as a scapegoat where you have notable ball stopper and Marcus Morris that left the team you have Al Horford who left the team who I mean we thought was the glue guy but obviously wasn't and then along with Terry Rogier, someone who was trying to just get his and only his because it was his contract year. Mm-hmm. So with, the, with those three factors, and then obviously the young guys getting more opportunity and just getting older and better, which will happen mm-hmm. in the right system, uh, it's all those just going together and everyone buying in and knowing their role because last year mm-hmm. no one knew their role, knew exactly what they wanted to be. So it just – talent didn't really matter at that point.
3: Mm-hmm. Evan? I agree. I think uh I think one of the biggest one of the biggest factors was the, the leap of Tatum and Brown, to be honest with you. I mean everyone sees what Tatum did this month, but Jalen Brown's had four straight games of twenty points. I mean those two are just playing obviously Tatum made the all-star team, but Brown was, you know, the next one out of the All Star game and we didn't have that last year. We only had one All Star and I think it's I think it's pretty overlooked and probably a, a pretty hot take, but I think uh I think Al Horford might have been just as much just as much to blame in terms of playing basketball not necessarily his personality but in terms of basketball as Kyrie was to the unsuccessful nature of last year's team cuz we see how what happens when he goes to the Sixers like maybe this guy just isn't part of winning basketball right now at this point in his career.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean that's definitely I I don't think anyone
3: anyone would think that because of just how like quiet and like I don't know yeah I mean he's he's an awesome guy that he's, he's a leader but he's he's getting paid max money to to what average like 10 and to to like 11 and 7
1: shoot 40 percent from the field yeah, he's the highest paid six man in the in the league
3: and, yeah I mean and clearly uh, he's clearly had a, a step down from what he was when we first signed him to the max
0: even as like so, yeah. a, even as like a i mean i i fall the celtics but like not like seriously but like even even like a fan like i am i wasn't even that like upset that he left the team like when he signed that deal i was like wow i think that's kind of stupid to give like a whatever 30 plus year old player like max money for like four or five seasons which i thought that was crazy but
3: yeah um, i agree with you
0: yeah my next thing we're ever gonna follow up into Tatum and Brown. I mean, these two have have really, really picked up their their level, especially. I mean, both of them. I was gonna say especially Jason Tatum, but Jalen's averaging twenty this year. He's giving you great defense. Um, where do these two stack up into other great duos in the league, like uh, like young duos? Give me a give me a young duo. I can't think of one off the top of my head. What? But yeah, my question um, is, where do they stack uh, up with those guys? Young
2: duos right now, probably Towns and D'Lo, and uh, Luca and Kristaps, yeah, and, and Trey Young, John Collins, guys like that, and they're right up there with them.
1: Shea Gilgris
2: Alexander and Shea Gilgris Alexander.
1: <laughs> where do these two stack up in terms
0: of uh, I, the playoffs and stuff like that?
2: See, I personally, I think they're right up there with Luca and Porzingis. How how bad has been playing so far this year, and obviously, above well, Trey Young and James Collins, but Trey Young's a stud. They just can't win, mm-hmm. and that could be the support cast. Maybe they'll defense that neither of them. Have. But I uh, I think as far as two way and the way the game's played right now is just it's a wings game, and both of them are very athletic, very good defenders, and could give you anything they want on offense. So they're, actually, they're right up there with the uh, young duos the i think i think they're one of the better just duos
1: all around in the league because i think they the way they complement each other so well with how each other of them played like play basketball it really they fit together so well tatum and brown both on offense and defense i think they're definitely one of the best duos in the league as of right now and a team without kemba walker as like kemba hasn't played in the last couple of games but the Celtics seem to not miss a beat with being led by Tatum and Brown. And that just shows like how good these guys are going to be as the years progress, that they can take this leadership role. So to say at such a young age that really they're basically like the team hop on our back and we'll take it from here. And I, that's just, yeah, it just goes to show without, without Kemba. And it's really even last year too, when Kyrie would go down, these guys would still be like the leaders of the team, mm-hmm. and it really just goes to show how well they are—not even just basketball, but leaders as basketball players to help their teammates go when guys are down and there's holes
2: in the lineup, and they just fill them. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go as far to say they're up there with the best duos in the NBA period, because of just because of like LeBron and AD. I mean, oh yeah. Well, yeah, no, I—I I was saying that they're. Floor. Oh yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Trying to think of duos better and I can only
3: come up with four duos better. Yeah. Giannis yeah. Middleton, Kawhi and PG, LeBron and A D. Even then Kay uh, PG the right now.
2: Kai what's up? uh PG shit in bed mean, right now. Yeah, but, um,
3: yeah, I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that into account. Yeah. <laughs> what's it? I gotta
2: I got a stat right here.
1: Just this is just about the Celtics in general. Currently in the NBA there are 28 players averaging more than 20 points. The Celtics have three of them. They're the only team that has three players averaging above uh, 20 in the league right now, which is just
3: insane. insane. Tell me uh, tell me what you think about the Timberwolves organization.
1: Is Griff in the room? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think it's a great organization, great city, great ownership. Uh Great ownership. No, uh, they're they're one of the worst organizations in the league. Uh, they're finally starting to build towards something, though. And as D'Lo is finally gets to play with one of his friends, as him and Cat are very good friends, and so they're definitely building towards something, unlike prior years where they just kind of mush together a team.
3: Yeah, they may, they may never make another uh, playoff appearance for the rest of our lifetimes. Be quite honest with you. <laughs> they him. they are they are built horribly other than those two they have nearly no talent their front office is terrible they, they're a frustrating team. I like Dlo don't love cat, but I recognize he's he's amongst the best centers um, they just have I can't really see where else they're going other than that
2: <laughs> All right. what a weird
3: uh,
1: crap crap crap, crap. <laughs> What's up?
4: <laughs> Just uh hey, how's it how's it being being a Nets fan, man? Oh, buddy, uh this is a lost season. I think I could have told you that from the beginning. I mean, if Kyrie stays healthy for more than five games in a row, we should hang a banner. But it really doesn't matter because we're waiting for KD to be completely healthy. His rehab's going well, from what I've heard. Kyrie's gonna get his shoulder corrected with the shoulder surgery. Uh we'll adjust a little I'm just, so like, excited to see that team next oh year. Oh, my God. It's going to be incredible. I'm, I'm not, I'm
3: home not home. a Nets fan or a Nets hater, but that, that team is going to be very fun to watch. Yo, yeah, I heard
0: yo, the, ones I heard the rumor.
4: Or, like, KD. Yep. So Yo,
0: over <laughs> under 20 games until KD hates Kyrie's guts.
4: Oh, man. That's a loaded question. But, I, <laughs> I mean, they – They are, like, best friends. They, they've been friends for a while. So, I mean <laughs> – together at least when they can they did up. they
3: did you got to give that to them they chose to be together we traded for Kyrie.
4: see yeah th- i was gonna say before this is the first time Kyrie's ever gotten to choose where like where he wants to play and who he wants to play with and he recruited all these guys like these are his guys mm-hmm. hmm. I'm, I'm excited for the dynamic of the team i think sean marks is among the best gms in professional sports
3: I Just think one of the worst things they could do this offseason is let Joe Harris go. I
4: agree. They need a shooter. They I need think a shooter. If they're going to try to fortify something, it's got to be the defense, and it's got to be with a Karis LeVert trade. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I heard the rumor is Kyrie's not going to rehab. He's going to Ukraine to meet with a shaman to repair his shoulder. <laughs> I mean, honestly,
3: I, having spiritual I, surgery. I, I, really. Yeah, he's
1: having he's having him rub uh, herbs and spices on the shoulder, on his and ho- <laughs> yeah, he's putting butter on a torn ACL.
4: That's <laughs> not what to But no, in all seriousness, when he's completely healthy and when KD's back, and like next year's gonna be fun. Next year's gonna be. Fun. They'll it's be a, they'll
3: it. be a, they'll be right there with with LeBron and AD.
4: And to see them match up with like a fully healthy. Celtics team next year with Tatum and Kemba and Brown growing. Hopefully
3: Hayward too. Oh man. It's going to be fun. I need Hayward to opt in or sign an extension or both. (laughs) All All of the above. But yeah, like (laughs) to get back to some Celtics. (laughs) Yeah, that took a turn. (laughs) Um, I I got paid $2 for slandering the Timberwolves organization. (laughs) (laughs) The Celtics. The one thing I noticed with the
0: Celtics is, I mean, obviously their bench is weak, but they don't have, I mean, Daniel Tice has picked it up lately. I've been watching that and paying attention on Twitter. Um, They don't have a legit center. Uh, They have all these wings, which is awesome. And uh, I don't know. I just don't know. Like, when you go get into the deeper parts of the playoffs, Mm -hmm. are you going to need Are you going to need a a legit center? Or do you think Daniels Heist can carry you down the stretch?
1: Well, the Time Lord's coming back soon. He's finally declared active. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd say just ease him back into everything. The Time Lord's going to be huge for us as uh, the season progresses and we make our playoff push. Um, And, yeah, you're right. We don't really have what would be defined as a true center. But I think that spaces out the floor well for our team, Uh, The We have guys like Dyson and Rob that can really spread out the floor and create more space for guys like Kemba to set up ISO come playoff time and Tatum really just
2: to have the ball and do whatever the fuck he wants with it. I mean, something I I always allude to when this conversation comes up is when's the last time in the NBA the championship team had like a legit center, especially in crunch time. All those Warriors-Cavs series, Tristan Thompson wasn't in in the final minutes. I play in center against Kevin Love. That's true. And uh, I will I, not have slandering the name of Anderson Varejao on this <laughs> program. <laughs> the goat. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think it's. I think center might be one of the less important positions in today's NBA, unless that center can shoot. Unless that center could shoot very
1: well. And yeah, no, you. I'm. I'm a big center guy. I love just old basketball, down low in the paint, grinding for points, but. You're absolutely right, Cherry. It pains me to say it, but in this place in the NBA, the traditional center kind of does not have a role, and teams really can't win with it. And we look at Drummond's whole career; he basically has only made the playoffs like three times. Oh,
3: don't tell Trevor Brown that. What that he Trevor loves Andre Drummond. Do you want me to get him? No.
1: No, I I love Drummond. I'm not gonna slander Drummond. I I, I,
3: Trevor's Trevor's here to
4: talk about Andre Drummond. Podcast right now, man. What am I hearing
1: from you? I I just am saying that Andre Drummond has not had that good of a career team wise.
3: I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Trevor has left the room.
1: Yeah, he's one of the best rebounders of all time. And he he's what is just defined as like probably a dying breed, just a traditional center that is one of the best players in the NBA, and his kind of his kind of build of guy is slowly
2: starting to fade away. Yeah, and what the what would we say second or third best center in the NBA right now, cat his team's horrible. So I mean, and he he can't really win with the horrible team. Where I think a great wing could win at least eight seed with a horrible, horrible team. I mean, he has DLO. He had Wiggins, but I mean, hey, We're I, not going
3: to slander Wiggins on the podcast.
2: Helped. So I we, mean, will, we will not stand for Wiggins slander on not, this podcast. My point is, <laughs> if you don't have one of the top three centers, even then, I don't, I don't see them helping you immensely when it comes to playoff time. Anthony Davis will be the closest thing to that. And even then he's 6'10". And yeah. I'm... I like later on I'm gonna mention
1: this team, but really probably the only center that I think has a shot that can carry his team being the best player is Jokic out in uh Denver. I think I mean Cherry, I've talked to you about him time and time again. I love him. I think he's one of the best passers in the league. Yeah. And I think he is the type of center that can carry a team. And comparing him to Embiid, like I don't think like let's say it's crunch time and you want one big man to have the ball that's I mean, Anthony Davis doesn't even count as the center, but if you want one big man to have a ball, I'm
2: giving it to Jokic over Embiid. Yeah, even even then, Jokic's team is built around him. It's they yeah. have they have shooters, they have people, they have slashers that could cut off the ball, they have defenders that can make up for his lack of athleticism. So yeah. his team is catered to him, which is why they work out so well.
1: Yeah, and Philly has uh Matt's
2: favorite player in the NBA, Ben Simmons, who can't even shoot a three. What I mean I'm I'm big for a build build around Ben rather than Embiid. Trade and bead get shooters around Ben <laughs> on on the on the flip side Ben could just
3: become a shooter that's true <laughs> yeah he could he could not be a coward and just shoot the three
2: but
4: fixed the all-star
2: game it's astonishing how he still can't shoot a basketball <laughs> can't
1: build around a guy like that trade trade and be trade Simmons restart the process. <laughs>
0: I'm looking, at, uh, I'm looking at what would be like current playoff matchups it would the the pelicans could be playing the i mean they're the 9 right now zion
2: versus lebron first round yeah, they're going to make that pay per view oh my god yeah you got to you have to physically buy that game bleacher report's uh, going
0: to have so much fun with that dude oh my god
2: i can't i can't even imagine. i mean i kind of want i want that too cuz i want to watch holy it holy
0: shit if, Sorry, if sorry, you're, me, go
2: ahead. oh no, yeah, no, it's just if you're the
1: Lakers, I would not want that at all. Like that's like, is you're the one seed, you want as easy of a series as you can get. And I think the Pelicans are actually a pretty good team. I'm not
3: saying they'll win the series, but they give. They'd a majority take, of the Pelicans' losses came early in the season when Zion wasn't a factor. And yeah, and now, it's like in the month of February,
2: they're like an above average. Yeah, team. right now their last ten, they're six and four. Yeah. So. And he, they've had some tough games there, too, where they hung in it. Like, they lost to the Lakers in the last two minutes because of their youth. They were in it mm-hmm. the whole game. So, I think uh, I think that's going to be, like, a team that could take a game or two against the Lakers. I don't think they take Yeah, it could be that. like last year's uh, when the Warriors played the Clippers. Yeah. They took a your teams And now like, teams want, players want to go to the Clippers after that.
1: Yeah. yeah, if you're the Lakers, too, that's not how you want to start off your playoff runs. Nope. Like, you nope. want, like, just a cupcake, get it done, nope. like – Smack them in the bottom and then call it a day. Like right now, if the East ends today, it would be Bucks, Nets. This Nets team without Kyrie or Durant stinks. Like, I would like the Bucks are going to win in four there. And really, Giannis is probably only going to play 25 minutes a game compared to out West where the Lakers, if they play the Pelicans, LeBron and AD might be playing like 30,
3: 34 plus. Yep.
0: Another matchup. That I think would be cool is uh Rockets Thunder,
4: which, that would be a good one, which, uh, which also or...
0: does not. I mean, the, the Jazz and Thunder
3: are tied, but the Thunder have the six. But I mean, the I Jazz are the most tiers. boring team on the history of the planet, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm not slandering
1: my players on this broadcast, will not be allowed. I will not be here for Gobert
3: being hey. uh. Listen, I'm a big Gobert. I think Gobert's the third best center in the league.
1: Go on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think I think the disparity between so I think it's obvious. I mean, do you can, if you I consider AD a center at this point? He just plays center. I think it's AD. Then I think it's Embiid, and I think the disparity between Gobert and Cat on defense is larger than their disparity on I, offense. I know you're not just – Wait,
1: you're, you're saying Jokic isn't a top five point, uh, center? what Jokic
3: does something in the playoffs, I'll, I'll think about him as, as a top three center in the league. Kat what do you mean? very underrated. Did you not see last year? What were, what were his averages? In, oh, in the playoffs? Last oh, year buddy. he played like 56 oh, minutes in one game.
2: We're talking about a 40% three-point shooter in Carl Anthony
3: Towns. <laughs> <laughs> How's his defense, though? He gets no respect. How's his defense though. There's a reason they're so bad. He went like he went like 3 straight months without winning a game.
2: He did. <laughs> that is true. You'll, you'll get you get in the so playoffs? I'm last just talking year. about individual. You'll get you in the playoffs last year. 25 13 and 8. Good. How do you, how does team do? Uh, they <laughs> They won the first round series then they went to Didn't s- they go to 7 in the first round? They won the first round series. But did they go to
3: 7? Mm-hmm. I'm asking you. Uh, not, I think not, so. This isn't like a loaded question. No, I think asking. so against the Spurs. Sure.
2: Yeah, they, yeah, he played 14 games. <laughs> went to seven against the Spurs, then they went to seven against the Trailblazers in a game they could have won for such a young team. The, my guy was 22 years old. Gary Harris's PER, though. We discussed this yesterday. Gary Harris.
3: <laughs> Gary Harris is, has the, what is it, the worst um, difference between last year and this year in terms of PER? Something like that. Hell yeah. Yeah, I I'd, I'd uh take Gobert on my team before Jokic. All right, all right we're getting off, we're getting off track.
1: Wow, with Jokic
2: slander. I can't can't deal with this, dude. Wow.
1: That's the slander. I just I I can't believe it. That's
3: just such slander. Did you uh did you see yesterday's game? The Nuggets will never compete with actual teams. That might be true.
1: Also, people people <laughs> say he's unathletic. He played 65 minutes in one in one playoff game. once. Yeah. he lost
2: by 30 he's, yesterday. He spinned out a lot this year, which really helps. Oh, yeah, it was a tough game.
1: Yeah, teams teams have
2: bad games. Yeah, your Celtics haven't had a bad game before? <sighs> What's up? Never. Oh, okay. They've never once played poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but another playoff matchup I'm looking at is Heat Sixers. The right. second round of the East will be the best thing ever. Hell yeah. I mean, if they play in the first round, if the Heat have home court advantage, I could see the Sixers losing to them. The yeah. Sixers are road team above five hundred in the NBA by far. Yeah, aren't, yeah, aren't they like... 9-21 and 21 on the road. That's so bad. <laughs> that oh, is... That is... They're not built for the playoffs. I, if, I mean, their best bet, they're not going to get a three seed. They're going to get a four seed. No, they beat yeah. That's their best bet. And that's one round of home court advantage, and they face a better team with uh, – they they'll, they'll play the Bucks. They play the Bucks with home court. We will, no We shot.
3: wouldn't play the Sixers until the conference finals, and then if we play them, it would be the Bucs are gone, and that would be the greatest thing ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they built a team that's meant – they built the team solely <laughs> to be, beat the Bucs. That's what the Sixers did with this team, and they might not even make it that far into the playoffs <laughs> to even play the Bucs, which is just yeah. sad. That they tried to build a team to just beat
2: one team and they might not even get past Miami. Simmons is out how long right now and B just got hurt too. they they're missing their two best players and they're fighting for positioning in the playoffs. I don't see them finishing well at all.
1: And if you if you look at the standings, one thing I really like about out east, it's basically essentially set. Like if you look at it, it's just who's gonna seed where. Because I mean, Bucks are gonna get the one, and then Celtics, Raptors fighting for the two, and then the four, five, six is all decided between two games, and then there's a big gap between seven and eight. And then so two, seven and eight, where they're just a half a game apart, both Orlando and Brooklyn. And then it's just basically that. It's the Wizards are the team looking looking out out, looking in, and they're five games back of a playoff spot. Like, that's pretty cool that it's just basically gonna be three teams, like, it's just going to be matchups to see who seeds where. Yeah. Yeah, my my thing, my question just kind of, like, revolves around that.
0: Uh, what are you, like, realistic? Let's be realistic here. We're all Celtics fans, like, great. Realistic title odds for the Celtics. Um, especially, like, like Liam said, they're probably going to be playing one of the, the Heat, Sixers or Pacers right now it's the Pacers I mean if you're facing the heat or uh, we say what we want about the Sixers they're very talented like a seven game series against Sixers I'm not like I don't think that's like uh locked in as a Celtics win I I don't think so you guys might disagree with me but what are what are the realistic chances here with with teams like the Bucks with Giannis and then if you do somehow get by Get to the finals. You're facing LeBron or Kawhi, or I mean, that those would be my two teams. But yeah, what what, what is it, what's realistically here?
2: Let's be real. I I say they have the fourth best odds for the finals to win the finals, but it's there's a gap between the first three. Mm-hmm. I'd so, agree. I'd agree with what Chari just said right there. I would say the Bucks probably have the best odds. I mean, because the Lakers, they're not great at shooting. and only Problem for the Bucks—they're the best rim-protecting team in the NBA, so they're going to match up really well against the Lakers. And then against the Clippers, they're still figuring things out. I can't—I don't—I mean, Kawhi was the Giannis stopper last playoffs, so maybe if there's a championship there, uh, I could see the Clippers beating the Bucks. But I think the Bucks are the f- clear favorite right now. Then, then it—the Lakers and Clippers are a toss-up for me. And then there's a gap. Then I think the Celtics are there.
1: Uh, I'd put the Celtics right with Denver right now, where I'd have their odds. I think the Celtics have the second best odds to come out of the East, but again, like what Cherry said, a big gap between the Celtics and Milwaukee, and then out West, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's just going to be however the seeding falls, but I really hope it's LALA LA to go into the uh, conference finals uh, out West. I think that'd be a sick conference finals if it's Clippers Lakers.
2: Uh, yes. the other thing about that is that Lakers have home court every single game.
1: Yeah, it'd be tough. But if there
2: if there's one guy in the NBA that I think won't be affected by fans cheering for him or not, it's the robot that is Kawhi Leonard.
1: Yeah, he's not he's not a real person. He is really just not a real guy. But <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be a sick series. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but right now, I'd say the Lakers have the best odds to come out of the. West. If I were to rank them, I go Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, um, and then out East. I think it's just between the again. Like it's not. Like it's a stupid, not very hot take, but it's really just the top three teams out East too, with Milwaukee, Boston, and Toronto. Mm-hmm. Can we get Evans?
3: <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm notab- I'm notably a, a big Denver hater. I think they are nowhere near as good as people think they are. I think the gap between the Clippers, Lakers, whoever you think is the better amongst the two, I personally would lean towards the Clippers. But I think the gap between those two is like the gap between the three seed and the eight seed. I think there's almost no shot anyone other than those two barring injury comes out of the West. I think the East is a little bit more up for grabs, although the Bucks are probably the most likely. To come out, but I think if anyone can do it, it is the Celtics, especially if Tatum continues this run.
1: Mm-hmm. Now you say like, bar- Tatum
3: is playing; Tatum is playing like an MVP this month, and we haven't an had Kemba for a good portion of it. Like that, that makes us so dynamic. We've had Brad Wanamaker out there. Like,
1: now, now you said barring injury, do you think teams should continue to like just try to go? Because if we look at last year's Raptors team, they fight their way to the the finals and they play a Lakers team that everyone at the start of the year thought was invincible. And then two clay goes down and Durant goes down. And then all of a sudden it's just the Raptors are running them out of the building. So I think like situations like that, where like, I don't know. It's just like that
3: can happen.
1: I think a lot of teams are like talking about like, at least the media is talking about blowing up teams really prematurely when you could just try to, you know, build a playoff contender
3: and then just see what happens and see if luck falls your way. Yeah, I mean, that's why they're being so cautious about, like, some people like Robert Williams, you know, or like Kemba. Like, Kemba could probably go out there and play right now, but it's about getting healthy for the playoffs.
2: I mean, that's also why there were so little, mo- like, big moves around um, the trade deadline this year, because so many teams think they have a chance. Yeah. So all teams, like, six and up in each, each division didn't want to make big moves. Yeah, no, I agree completely
0: all right well let's 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 do some predictions, finals predictions,
1: liam um I am gonna go with the Los Angeles Lakers out west. I think they're just too good. I put a future Alf just ripped my headphones out of my ear on accident um yeah, my future bet at the start of the year, I put money on the clippers, but I just don't think they're gonna get it done against LeBron. They have home court essentially locked up. Even if they play the Clippers, it's going to be seven home court games, like Cherry said. But I think the Lakers are going to come out west. I think LeBron and AD are just too hard for one team to stop. And then out east, I'm going to be a homer and pick the Celtics. Um, I just think the Celtics need to get it to uh, the conference finals and I just play it. We got a shot against Milwaukee. And then if one or two things just doesn't go Milwaukee's way, we could... We could take them. I honestly think we have a shot to beat the Bucks.
0: All right. I'm going to throw – I'm just going to throw a wild card up there. Just like total – I don't know, bro. Just to mix it up. I'm going to go – in the east, I'm going to go with the Heat. Uh, I, think they're <laughs> I think they're pretty deep. Um, Jimmy Butler's. a fucking – I don't know. I, I like the way he plays. He's a grinder. Um, they have Bam Adebayo who's like – I'm going to get to him in a couple minutes when I ask you guys my next question. But, um, yeah, I like just everything that they do. Tyler Hero. Um, and out West, I like the Rockets. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's time. I think it's time James Harden, like, kind of rises to up to that occasion. Like I mean, he's a great, like, regular season player. But in the playoffs, he always kind of, like, fizzles out. Um, I think given that he's playing with Russell Westbrook, I think that, for the most part, it's worked out pretty decent for him. I th- a lot of people in the offseason said that this this duo wouldn't really work out. Um, I think Russell's kind of had a pretty – not his best season, but definitely not his worst. I like the Rockets. I don't know. I just want to mix it up.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Rockets, their biggest guy is Robert Covington at six seven. Hey, man, I would, you said you don't not- need a center. I would if they run. Up, I would be their center. I, I, I said center. I didn't mean someone over <laughs> who would have been the two on the Celtics. Um, and I mean it. If they run up against the Lakers, I don't see them beating them. But if they if they draw the Clippers uh, by by some chance, like seeding comes down in the fi- conference finals, it's the Clippers. I could see them beating the Clippers to go to the finals. All right. So let's hear yours. Said my predictions aren't going to be anything crazy. It's going to be the Bucks versus the uh versus the Clippers in the finals, and uh, I think the Bucks beat them. Okay,
4: that's
3: um. I agree with Liam on the Celtics take. I have full confidence in the Celtics team. I I had a little bit of confidence last year that maybe they would turn it on in the playoffs, but I I think I knew deep down that they wouldn't. I have a completely different feeling about this team, especially. I mean, some people would disagree. Some people think Tatum's the X factor. Some people think Kemba's the X factor. I think it's Gordon Hayward. If he plays at an All Star level, this team, this team can't be beat. Like I truly believe that. Especially if Daniel Tice is playing the basketball he's playing right now. Um, and then I think the Clippers are, are coming out of the West. I, I think we haven't seen anywhere near the best of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard together. And especially with Marcus Morris now on the team, they got Montrez Harrell and Lou Will. Bench and Landry Sham—it's a stud. I think they are so deep, so much deeper than, than L.A. Definitely. I top L.A. is really top-heavy, and their best matchup with L.A.'s best—they're probably they're two better or better than the Clippers' best. But in terms of basketball, like in terms of like an actual team, the Clippers have them beat ten out of ten times. Yeah, but LeBron's LeBron, so you can never count them out of that. Yeah,
1: I just um, I think. Uh, David Stern's going to be fiddling from beyond the grave and just make it so it's <laughs> Lakers-Celtics like he did uh, back, uh, back in the late 2000s. But, uh, <laughs> yep. but yeah, no, it's – I think Lakers-Celtics would, like, fire people up. I think that would be the best matchup for the NBA, obviously. It's the biggest rivalry in the sport. Mm-hmm. And,
3: mm-hmm. I mean – Might be the biggest rivalry of all time other than Red Sox. Uh, Bruins, Canadians, watch your tongue. Um <laughs> I I didn't even know that
4: was. Oh, a <laughs> funny! It's
1: a big time rivalry. Oh my god! <laughs> no, biggest biggest rivalry in sports: Griffin the Timberwolves. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> oh, also, Evan. Congrats, Baylor just lost. So, which I mean, Kansas Kansas
3: is going straight to the national championship. Mm. Second round exit again, huh? Yeah, like two years ago when they went to the final <laughs> four. Great second round exit there. <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot of discussions in this house about (laughs)
0: basketball. (laughs)
4: Um,
0: Now that we hit upon, like, finals predictions, we're going to do some awards. Uh, I'll go first. I think the MVP is going to be honest. Um,
2: Yeah, he might be. Yeah, I think think we're all going to pick him. Uh,
0: Defensive player of of the year, I'm going with Marcus Smart. Uh, Most improved player. This was tough, but I'm going with Bam Adebayo. I mean, 16, 10, and 5. I just looked it up. That's pretty pretty good considering what I – honestly, I didn't even know who he was last year. So, that that's kind of why he's my most <laughs> – There's a reason you didn't know who he was. Yeah, wasn't Yeah, exactly. Very good last year. Uh, rookie of the year, um, I really, really want to pick Zion, but I can't because of the game's missed. I'm going with John Morant. Sixth man, I'm going with Derrick Rose. And my coach of the year is Brad Stevens. Fuck it. I don't know.
1: I love it. Love it. Absolutely love it, right. Liam. Uh, yeah, I'll go uh, MVP. No surprise. I'm going with uh, the Greek freak. He's clearly just a stud. Um, six man. Uh, I think I'm just gonna go with Lou. Will just you know he's just the best six man ever. So just gonna keep keep on riding them. Uh, rookie of the year. I'm gonna go with Zion over Jaw Jaw. Had a great start of the year, and now he's kind of reached his plateau, and Zion's really exploding in the NBA right now. He hasn't really had a bad game yet, like anywhere even close to a decent game. Every game he's played has been a huge positive for the Pelicans. And um, yeah, so I think Zion's going to steal it from Ja. Uh, What's the next award I'm working with here? Most improved. Um, I'm going to go with Shea Gilgart's Alexander um i talked to cherry about him uh once a month uh i love Shay. he is the man um he just got moved in the paul george trade and i think he's going to really i think he has improved greatly this year he uh had like a 2020 game earlier in the year so uh, i'm gonna go with Shay to take home the most improved uh defensive player of the year I'm just gonna same with Lou Will I'm just gonna go with tradition and just say Rudy Gobert is gonna take it home again and then coach <laughs> of the year I'm just gonna go with Brad I really <laughs> I, I don't really know too much on how this award's voted on and what yeah. like what they look at it, so usually
2: are like really like the best teams coach yeah but.
1: I'm I'm gonna go with Brad and actually no I'm gonna change my vote whoever I forget his name but the uh Raptors coach uh Nicholas. Nurse, I think he's going to take it home again. I think what Nurse has yeah. done with this Raptors team this year is they dealt with injuries and still kept such a high seating. I think he's going to take home uh, Coach of the Year. Changing my vote last second. Yeah. No, that's it, right?
2: I got them all. Yeah. All right. All right. So, fine. Obviously, MVP Giannis. Uh, defensive player of the year, probably going to go to Anthony Davis. And then six man, I said it at the start of the year, so I really wanted to come true, uh, Dennis Schroeder kind of playing. He's a huge part of uh, the Thunder team. Actually, when they were facing the Celtics, they came up with they brought up a stat that was like best fourth quarter uh, offensive ratings or something like that. And the top three were Chris Paul, Shea, and Dennis Schroeder on the same team, (laughs) which is kind of insane to me. And then um, what was the next one? Most improved? Uh, I think it'd be it's going to be snubbed if it doesn't go to Brandon Ingram, right?
3: This guy's just stealing everything I'm going to say. That's I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> and then then coach of It's the almost year year. like you guys live together to talk about basketball. <laughs> coach of the year, I mean, Nick Nurse was a good one. Mike uh, Boonoser, I think, is a Bucks head coach. I mean, would be also a cop-out, but I'm going with uh, Eric Spolstra. What he's doing with that. Mm. Finally proving that he's a good coach and it wasn't just the big three. And... Um, I missed one. Which one was it? Oh, Rookie of the Year. I think Zion, if he plays the rest of the year, he's going to get it. I, I th- really think he does just because he's what he's doing right now. I think he's averaging like 24 on 65 and shooting or something like that. So I, I don't think you can't give it to him if he plays the rest of the games.
3: I mean, Cherry pretty much said everything <laughs> I was going to say. Giannis should win. Mm. If he doesn't get hurt, he will win. It's just a matter of whether it's unanimous or not. Um, I agree with Anthony Davis. I think I think Gobert has shown a weakness this year, or at least not to the stamp, not to the standard that he's set the last couple of years. Um, and I, I mean I think that smart is just as important as all these guys. It's just so easy to look at the numbers for big men and be like, Oh, they deserve this. It's just that they have stuff that shows up on staff more than Marcus Smart will. You know what I mean? But um uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure – I'm, I'm like, 95% sure Brandon Ingram's going to win most improved. He should. He's averaging, like, 25 a game. Um, but one, one that I would love to see would be Devontae Graham. <laughs> that is a crazy difference. Like, he averaged – he was in the G League last year. Yeah. And now he's averaging, like, almost 20 points a game. Like, the guy – and he's, like, one of the best three-point shooters in the league. He's, he's up there with, he's, uh, he's, what does he have? like seven assists a game, something like that? Right now, 18 and seven and a half. Yeah. 18 and seven and a half from playing in the G League last year. Like, that's crazy. Um, Lou Will is just always my sixth man of the year. He's, he hasn't changed anything from last year. Um, Boonholzer is my coach of the year. It's going to be tough not to give him the coach of the year when the Bucks lose like nine games this year. Um, and then I think it would be, although I think Zion's the best player out of the rookie class, I think it'd be kind of – it'd be ridiculous in my point of view to give it to him because if he plays every single game from here on, he'll play, like, a total of 30, 35 games, something like that. Like, how, how are you going to give a guy a rookie of the year playing 35 games? Like, that makes me sick, just think, about it. <laughs> Especially when jaw has been healthy all year. He's averaging, like, 18 and – what is it, eighteen five something like eighteen six. and right now. Like, he's and, – and he – that Memphis team was supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league half and seven. Seventeen to half and seven. Like that's better than most point guards, like let alone rookies. And it's not okay. like Zion's averaging like thirty-five points a game. Like he's averaging like twenty-two or something like that. Which is obviously better, but like you can't it's I I, I would find it hard to
2: believe they'll give a rookie of oh, the year to guys like, you fighting know 30, what? 30 I, points a game. So what I'm gonna change mine to if the Pelicans get that eighth seed and it's if it's widely known that it's because of Zion, he's mm-hmm. gonna win it but if they don't, I think it's gonna go to do their job. Mm. So the the last spot in the west is gonna be scrapped
3: out for rookie of the year? We yes. might see. I mean Josh single handedly screwed us out of a lottery pick. Oh yeah. Big time. So kinda of hate the guy. <laughs> but I love him. Wait, why? I what did he, he do? Got to fire to it.
1: So <laughs> the Celtics have to- we 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 have Memphis's pick this year. But it's like top like five protected, yeah. I think, or top
3: ten, like and yeah. So now they're gonna have like top a, five okay. or top protected. And if it doesn't top convey five. this year, it's like unprotected next year or like top one protected. I so so like, we, we did right? want to convey this year, and then for them to suck mm-hmm. next year and get like a top five pick.
1: Yeah, we're gonna probably get their pick this year at like which will 16. be like the
3: thirteenth or fourteenth pick, which is so annoying. Okay. But it's another watery pick, which I'm sure will move. <laughs> I feel like that'll just never end. We're just going to always have like
0: two to three firsts every single season.
3: Unless they find a guy that they really think can contribute, we already have like four rookies, not to mention like Taco's a a work in progress. Like, I wouldn't hate grading that for a couple future firsts or a couple like a first and a second in the future when we don't have like this stud
2: team that rookies for
3: bench scoring. We hate bench scoring. That's
1: true. I forgot. Yeah. You know you know Danny Ainge is just gonna draft a utility
3: guard. You know he always does. Brad Wanamakers the glue of his <laughs> team. <laughs> All right. Um, we are sitting at
0: forty five minutes or so, so we'll uh, we'll wrap this up, get to some picks. You guys
1: have some? Get to some Wait. like betting picks. What do you mean picks? Like what well, betting okay. betting picks. Okay. You, you can, you can take your time and find them. Uh, me and Matt All can right. just go first. I will start. My
0: first pick of the of the episode, I'm going with the Heat minus seven tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. I um, hit upon the Heat. They're my finals favorite for the East, uh, playing up against the pretty shit Nets team. Uh, take them minus seven. My next next pick is tonight. Uh, in the NHL, I like the the, Dal- the Dallas Stars. They are underdogs, take their money line tonight against the St. Louis Blues. Um, my third pick, my third and final pick comes this weekend. Uh, the D.C. Defenders take on the Tampa Bay Vi- Vipers. They're, the D.C. Defenders are minus one and a half. They're a wagon. Cardell Jones is like the star of the league there so yeah i'm going with uh dc those are my picks
1: um yeah so i'm gonna start mine out in the nhl um i would like uh the canucks over the maple leafs tonight canucks money line uh the maple leafs are really struggling to figure out what the hell is going on with their squad uh the canucks really have been buzzing of late since the trade deadline so i take the canucks they're plus 150 right now is a good odds uh, and then basketball, out West, college basketball, I would take Arizona minus uh, two against UCLA. Shout out Oki. Uh, Arizona has been a little eh of late, but, you know, it's UCLA. Uh, I think Arizona is going to come back and really take this one. Um, then tonight, Celtics, uh, they're playing the Rockets at home. It's currently a pick 'em. I'd take the Celtics over the Rockets. Uh, the Rockets are too small. And then – uh, tonight in tennis, I would take Taylor Fritz to upset Rafael <laughs> Nadal at plus 860. Uh, oh, Fritz, you know, Jesus he's a scrappy Christ. tennis player. He really, he really, uh, likes to play the corners. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, Nadal
2: might not have it. It's not a big tournament and
1: I'd expect an upset
2: here from, uh,
1: my boy Fritzy. All right. All
2: right. For, for mine, I'm going to do a future and it's, uh betting on the nba finals i'm looking right at it right now the wizards are ten thousand to one and uh i've heard somewhere that you never not take that bet so put put uh put your mortgage on it
1: okay that's good yeah it's good odds
3: <laughs> those are great odds yeah no i think so too you can put your mortgage on me losing my mind tonight watching this rocket
2: celtics game <laughs> yeah wait what's the over under on about the refs from evan tonight
1: uh, I got Evans' tweets over under twenty-four I'm already, tonight. I'm um, already
3: planning on throwing my phone in the garbage disposal and then picking
2: it up to send a tweet. Yeah.
3: <laughs> With any luck, my hand gets cut off in
2: the process. <laughs> All right. Um, I think those are our picks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, That's to, boys. To, tune in
1: to uh, Westfield Hockey first round of the playoffs. I'll be the play-by-play guy and. Literally an hour, so no, <laughs> tune into that. Really, I won't do it. Are you? Actually... Oh, yeah, I'll be on the call.
3: Yeah, I'm like the voice of the out. or TV, the voice of the out TV. Oh, shit.
0: Definitely, it's okay, right. send me the link. All right, um, uh, so we'll probably you guys want to come back on towards like playoffs, like, right. yeah, sure thing. Thanks for having us, boys.
3: It, Thank you for having oh yeah, no problem. Man. All good. right, so we'll yeah. we'll
0: definitely be uh we'll be talking some more Celtics as the regular season wraps up, uh starting. We'll hit that. Um other than that, next episode up in a few days, topic yet unknown. Um but yeah, thanks thanks for coming on TBD. guys. And uh we will see you very soon. See you later. All see right. you soon, boys.
1: peace.